Today on Mouthful, we are talking about frozen meals. Not your typical cherry cobbler in your mashed potato frozen meals, but fresh, organic, flavorful, straight-from-the-farm frozen meals. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is a podcast about food, culture, and the makers in the world. The mouthful word of the day is stratoplates. Stratoplates was the first frozen dinner created by W.L. Maxson and Company in 1944 and sold to the Navy and airlines industry, but never made it to retail market. So now you know what a stratoplate is. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training, from training assessment to course creation and LMS administration. CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. On this episode, I'm talking with David Perkins. David Perkins is the CEO of Beatneck Foods. We're going to find out everything you wanted to know about frozen meals, but we're afraid to ask. David, could you tell me about Beatnik Foods, how it was started, where you're at? Sure. Beatnik is located in Austin, and we started the business as a family business focused uniquely on organic, convenient foods. Why did you start it? Well, we started it because... Late in uh, my daughter's young life, at 25, she discovered she had a variety of food allergies. And uh, when we went to find organic products, we're a family that eats organic products. When we went to find organic products that uh, met her allergy restrictions, like an allergy to wheat and some other things, we didn't find clean products in the convenience sections of the store. And so... That led us to start a company. Explain what USDA organic is. Um, USDA organic means that uh, products, animals, and and, um, ingredients, and the processors of those things, like us, people who make meals, are entirely organic facilities and farms. And so what that means for animals, for example, is that they're raised on uh, properties, ranches, and farms that are free from hormones, free from antibiotics, and they have the opportunity to graze in, in pastures. And for vegetables, it means that they are also raised without chemicals and are raised in an environment that never has chemicals on the property. And can everybody become organic, or is there a certain, are certain regulations you have to follow? So the land has to be certified organic first. And we've had challenges in uh, in central Texas because seeds for alfalfa have been genetically modified in many uh, on, and are used on many ranches. And that means the land cannot be certified organic. And, and the challenge is that we have wind here, and so wind blows seeds and When you have seeds that are genetically modified on your property, you can't get an organic certification. So many cattle ranchers, for example, in central Texas, 
can never get their land certified as organic because they have genetically modified alfalfa care of their neighbors. And uh, for but but most people are able to get organic certifications in the farming and ranching world if they if they can have property that is free of pesticides, chemicals for a period of about three years. And, and from there, as long as they continue to operate in an organic, uh, according to organic standards, then they can get an organic certification for their land and their products. And most people don't really care for vegetables and most people don't care for fruit. I'm the fruit person. I don't care for fruit. I love vegetables. I eat vegetables all day long. Fruit just doesn't do it for me. Can you tell us some ways that people can start kind of introducing it into their diets without totally freaking out their bodies and their taste buds? Well, I, I think, look, if you eat fruits and vegetables in their uh, raw state or even steamed, you know, there are some challenges because some products taste great, some, some less so. And for, and for all of us, we have our tastes and preferences. In, in our home, because I'm a chef, you know, we have, uh, we have lots of folks that uh, in our family and in our circle of friends that say they don't like this or don't like the other vegetable. And I just take a lot of uh, pride and fun from being able to serve vegetables and fruit to people in a way they may not have them before. Um, and so there's no question that seasonings and methods of cooking can create a completely different experience for someone who's eating fruits and vegetables. Well, I have a challenge for you, and everybody has taken me up on this challenge. I do not like Brussels sprouts. I have had people, you know, here, you'll you'll like them this way. Oh, no, no, you got to go try them here. Oh, no, 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 you got to try them here. No, no, still don't like Brussels sprouts. And I think I'm just going to be a lifelong hater of Brussels sprouts. I've tried them. I've given it three chances. That, it's funny that you should say that because um, my uh, my wife grew up eating reluctantly Brussels sprouts boiled in water with some vinegar added to it, um, and I've never heard of anything so awful in my life. <laughs> That's how I was. But I have been able to prepare Brussels sprouts in a way that she enjoys them, and. Uh, and so I'd be happy to take you up on your challenge. <laughs> you mentioned earlier you were a chef. Do you have a yeah. lot to do with the recipes that you offer? I have had a lot. I've been very involved in uh, creating the, the products that we, that we bring to market. Uh, and I didn't become a chef until late in life after I'd kind of finished my career in, in uh, technology and went to cooking school and Past for a few years, and um, and so I definitely understand flavors better than I did before before having done that. What are some ways that people can sneak fruit fruits and vegetables into their meals? Well, I think there's all kinds of ways. First of all, you know, prepared foods like what we offer can be um, can be a good way to do that. Um, you know, if you think about something like sesame ginger chicken, you know, take that's a product that we we offer in the market, and and to make that at home, first you have to be knowledgeable about ingredients. Two, you have to be willing to trial and try and fail. Um, and a lot of people don't have the 
time for that. But uh, trying things that have seasonings, flavors that um, that can be enjoyable and interesting, I, I don't want to say help mask, but they certainly help bring out a different flavor profile than you would get from, say, eating a raw red pepper. And so I think there's ways to do to to start by by trying things that you might not otherwise have tried to get different experience with fruits and vegetables. A question that I have for you is, say, you make an eggplant meatball. It would be an eggplant mm-hmm. ball, not an eggplant meatball, but a meatball based on eggplant. Does that change the nutritional value of the eggplant for you? It can. Uh, you know, different cooking techniques can definitely have some impact on nutritionals. And uh, and look, one of the one of the things that we like to do is to interview vegetables in a way that um, they're picked at the peak of ripeness, and we integrate them into our products. And um, you know, you know, in a way that the highest nutritional value is passed on to the end consumer. Uh, certainly, you know, there are cooking methods. High heat for a long period of time can definitely break down uh, the nutritional value in uh, in vegetables. Just like frying, you know, frying uh, deep frying can also, you know, create the same effect. Well, and then God created the air fryer. And I love my air fryer for the very reason I don't particularly care for fried food, which is unheard of. I get a lot of I get a lot of grief for not liking fried food. Um, But the air fryer is a lifesaver in my house because my husband loves French fries. I don't like I like French fries, but I don't like making them and all the grease and all that. And the air fryer has been a game changer in our house. Yeah, air fryers and steamers. Air fryers impart more flavor for sure, especially if you use you know, a variety of seasonings and a light coating of oil. They're definitely, definitely a far healthier and far more nutritious way to eat uh, vegetables, but also fruits. I mean, people people always think of fruits as being something that have to be eaten raw, and it's just not the case. You know, there's lots of ways to eat eat fruit that is uh, that are cooked or prepared turned into sauces and they're you know they're, they add a dimension of flavor to food that you know maybe sometimes people don't consider well be nick foods specialty are fro- organic frozen meals does the freezing process change the nutritional value or has what we know as frozen food now has changed so much from what we knew when frozen food first came out. Yeah, and really the heart of the change is that um, we most people in the frozen food world now use a flash freezing technique, which has the ability to preserve and maintain not just the nutritionals, but also the quality of ingredients in a way that wasn't available previously. I mean, uh, if you think of, um, you know, when I was a kid, certain vegetables, if you put them in the freezer and then pulled them out, they just all the liquid drained out of them and they were soggy and mushy and nobody wanted to eat them. But flash freezing is a technology that's become more and more affordable uh, for small companies like ours. And and what what the effect of that is, one, it, it 
it freezes very, very quickly. Uh, and that process retains the nutritional value of the ingredients. And it allows us to use products, use of, uh, vegetables that are picked at the peak of ripeness and deliver them to a consumer. A great example in the grocery section, and it's not our product, but it's something widely available. Uh, for folks who like peas, you know, uh, I would argue as a chef that frozen peas are often better than peas that you can get, fresh peas that you can get at a grocery store, because fresh peas at a grocery store are often picked prematurely, whereas flash frozen peas are picked right at the peak of ripeness. Peas are one of my favorite vegetables. <laughs> I love peas. <laughs> Same. Well, Same tell me about some of the meals that you offer at Beatnik Foods. Uh, we, we offer a, a range of things um, that hopefully appeal to a variety of palates, from things like meatballs and marinara sauce, both beef and chicken, to things like Thai beef with a coconut rice or sesame ginger chicken, um, so we, we make a wide variety of flavors. Lemongrass chicken is another meal that we have, and uh, chicken chili verde, which um, which has a little spice and heat to it. We work very closely with farmers to ensure that we can have ingredients that are organic and that meet our quality standards. And when we do that, it allows us to to create new products. Like the lemongrass chicken, we work directly with growers to be able to have all the spices that we need to create a paste for lemongrass, uh, for our lemongrass chicken meal. And we've done the same with chicken chili verde. We had to work with uh, farmers to be able to get Anaheim uh, peppers and um, tomatillos that were organic. Do you offer diet-restricted meals like a keto or a gluten-free or vegan yeah. So all of our all of our products are gluten free. They're all organic. They're all gluten free. Some of them are certified paleo, and many of them are keto friendly. Um, we have we have some allergens, but most of our products don't have any allergens. None of them have dairy in them, and um, and so they're we generally try and make products that are uh, flavorful and enjoyable for a broad set of the population, but without putting things that we know are uh, create issues for, you know, large segments of the population. One thing I love about your product is that it's convenient. And in today's world, people are all about convenience. For sure. I mean, nobody has more time than they used to. It seems like uh, with every passing week and month, all of us are more more constrained in the amount of time. And one of the things that gets um, that gets compromised or uh, has gotten compressed is the amount of time we have to uh, to cook for ourselves and our loved ones. Um, and so it's always fun for me when I hear about someone who's used our products in an unusual way. Uh, I just learned about uh, a student um, in our hometown who buys our chicken chili verde because he puts it on eggs in the morning. 
That sounds and so, amazing. You know, you ask about ways that uh, people can consume more vegetables. There's a great example of, uh, of something I never would have contemplated. But it sounds amazing. I would, I would definitely try that. Um, I, I'm going to try it when uh, <laughs> next time I have a chance. Where can people find your product? Well, it depends on which part of the country, but in your part of the country, you can find them at King Supers, at Target, at some natural food stores. Walmart carries some of our products. Um, yeah, so they're pretty widely available. Um, and if they're not, just ask your local grocer. Um, and um, and that's often how we've been able to expand our distribution because folks want to eat organic and they want to and they may have tried our products somewhere else in the country and they want to have them in their favorite grocer. And they can also go to your website, which is beatnickfoods.com, and you can kind of search through the website and you have a, a product locator. We do so. Uh, we have a store locator so people can find out what, what stores close to them uh, carry our products. We always encourage someone to call ahead of time because retailers' um, mix of, uh, of products can change from season to season, especially smaller stores. You know, some are a lot of people, a lot of people like to carry ice cream, and the rest of the, you know, January, February, or March, they might be carrying chili in the same space. So, that's one place, the store locator. And then for people who don't have a store around them that they like to shop at or that carries our products, you can always buy Beatnik products off of our off our website and we'll ship them straight to you. And that's beatnikfoods.com. And if they go, you can also download a coupon, and we're all about savings. For sure. We want people to try our products and... Um, and so there's uh, there's a very clear spot on the website where you can get uh, a discount coupon, and hopefully people do that and and fall in love with our products. And you're also active on social media. We are. Uh, we run contests all the time. We do it with other brands quite often. Uh, we do giveaways and all that kind of stuff, and we have quizzes, and we ask people, what do they like, what do they don't like, you know, if you had to choose between this or that, what would you choose? Um, and it's not just about our products. We try and do it in a fun way. You know, if you're eating chicken chili verde, would you eat it with, would you, would you drink a margarita or a glass of water? Um, so would it be an organic margarita? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day and the time of day. <laughs> exactly. And that's, you can find you on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's beatnik right. like the, the vegetable or the root vegetable beet. Because I believe beatnik from the 60s would be E-A-T. And you're beet. That's right. That's exactly right. And there's some background uh, in how we arrived at our name. You know, when we got into the business, uh, we didn't realize there was this description of conventional food and uh, organic food in the in the industry um, not so much for consumers but certainly for retailers and and so what we said well we're not conventional and we come from Austin which prides itself on music and so we said, and being well, weird we, yep beatniks uh, were certainly weird and not conventional. <laughs> and so we said, you know what, that, that works for us. Mm -hmm. But, of course, we couldn't use uh, it in its, 
historic setting because um, there was too much ambiguity associated with it and we couldn't get URLs and all that other good stuff, trademarks. And so we just made one letter change and and that's how we arrived at our product name, our company name. And that's beatnickfoods.com and it's B-E-T-N-I-K. I'm looking forward to trying your product soon. I, I, my mouth is watering. I've got to go get one now. I'm going to try it with different things. The one thing I did want to point out is you do use sweet potato in a lot of your food, and I like that. Yeah, we have a variety of products that have sweet potato. Sweet potato is good for you. It's high in uh, nutrients that are more, certainly more robust in nutrients than uh, white potatoes, although we use those in some of our products as well. We call them we try to pick ingredients that are, are uh, not just flavorful, but also have nutritional value to them. Well, I hope people run out and buy Beatnik Foods, and you're making my mouth water. And thank you for being with me today to talk about how people can start incorporating their fruits and their vegetables into food, into their food, it's already food, into their foods, so they will consume them, and they're tasty, and they're just not in a raw form. You know, it's funny. We work with a lot of uh, a, uh, a lot of folks in the uh, autism community because of um, the gluten-free aspect of our products. And uh, we've been approached multiple times by various autistic or uh, um, organizations um, in uh, who have looked for support. And uh, by the way, also parents of kids who are autistic and um, and have have bought our products and continue to buy our products. I really try to stay with the organic food because whatever is not in non-organic food, I get sick, I get headaches, and it could be all in my head, but I don't think it is. I think organic food tastes so much better. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm just some... a proponent of it. I don't know if you ever heard of this uh, list, the uh, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's put it's put out by uh, who is it? I can't remember the organization, but um, it's kind of a consumer a consumer focused organization, and they guide people towards because um, not everybody can afford to buy everything organic, right? Uh, given given the price differences between organic and conventional products. But they list the products that are highest in pesticides and chemicals, and they and they say, look, if you've got a constrained amount of money to spend, we really recommend you buy these in an organic form. And then they also list, and this is super helpful, because for many of us, you know, it's an, a big educational experience to understand which uh, which ingredients, which, you know, fruits and vegetables are best and worst in terms of um, in terms of the amount of pesticides mm-hmm. that are used to raise them. So they also offer the Clean 15 and they, you know, their whole uh, their whole purpose is to say, look, if you can't buy organic, here are ingredients that are far less at, you know, at risk in terms of pesticides um, that you can buy conventional and these are the ones we strongly recommend you, well, you buy organic. In Denver is where I'm at. In Denver, a lot of community gardens are the thing here. I mean, they are the thing, and they're all organic. And it's really nice that 
SNAP and, you know, the food assistance programs are actually allowing these people now to go to farm stands and purchase the good food. And the prices are coming down. The prices of organic food here in Colorado is pretty good because everybody went organic out here. And I don't know how it is in Austin. I know the last time I was down, it was just starting like it was starting in Colorado. And then you have places like Sprouts. You know, Sprouts is kind of a godsend right now. Right. Uh, Look, I think the price of organics are coming down as uh, more and more demand creates more and more opportunities for farmers. We we are involved in a farm and also a cattle operation, and, uh, and there's a variety of things that are happening. Feed is becoming cheaper because there's more demand for feed. Mm-hmm. So you can feed chickens organic and you can feed cattle organic, and, uh, and the same is true for... Uh, for vegetables, you know, when there was no market for them or not enough of a market, a farmer would say, why am I going to plant all this stuff organic and have the higher costs and the certifications and all that kind of stuff? Whereas if the, as the demand grows, it's uh, farmers, farmers are more and more inclined to say, okay, I'm going to convert my entire property. And, and that, is, that is having a beneficial effect for consumers on pricing. Thank you to David Perkins, CEO of Beatnik Foods. Look for them at your local grocers or online at beatnikfoods.com. That's B-E-T-N-I-K foods.com. Also, look for them on Facebook and Instagram and enter all their little fun contests and get coupons and get your picture recognized on their website. Mouthful is brought to you by ccfdocumentation.com. Are you looking to get your new employees trained quicker and with better consistency? Is your technical documentation a mess? Then CCF Documentation is the place for you. Specializing in aligning your technical documentation and employee training, CCF is at the forefront of providing effective and measurable training outcomes customized to your company culture at a price that will fit your budget. Whether you are looking to create a company-wide e-learning training program or you want to create training content for your customers, CCF Documentation has the solution you need. Contact them at ccfdocumentation.com. Look for another podcast that I'm part of. It's the Ladies Chit Chat Club show. You never know what we'll be talking about. It's just a random mix of women who are just talking off the top of their head. In fact, on the last episode, we talked about, well, let's just say we got a little body. So look for it at ladieschitchatclub.com. If you'd like to be on Mouthful, please feel free to contact me, Lori Lynn Barker, at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com. You can also look for me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Mouthful the Podcast. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker, and as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>